Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the telecast. Brought to you by... The GeekCast Radio Network. said i'm your host optimus solo and i would like to thank you all for joining me here for another special edition episode of the telecast that's right it's time for another of our six supplemental episodes this one we're labeling 25.5 and the topic for this supplemental episode is characters you had a crush on or girls you liked from kids live action programs of the 80s or 90s and with me to help on this episode once again, is JT from Saskatoon. Hello, sir. Good day to you. Yes, and um, so basically, it's all about girl talk today. Um, <laughs> and if you have not seen any or listened, you probably couldn't see it. But if you haven't listened to any of our supplemental episodes, the way this is going to work, we've each come up with our own independent list of five girls that we were attracted to, had crushes on, liked, or whatever from these shows. And um, we're just going to go back and forth through our list until we get to our number one picks. There might be some repeats. There might not. We don't know each other's lists. So uh, we're just going to go have uh, some geek moments about uh, girls we liked when we were kids. So anything you would like to say or preface before we get to our number five picks, JT? Uh, one, I'm glad I remembered at the last second that this is, you know, girls from, like, kid shows Stuff like that, because the original list I had was about ten, and, well, there were a few older women on there, because I was a boy, and hormones, and life, people. (laughs) 
Well, I, I, I gotta say this at the end because I don't want to say it in case it's on your list, but I will mention one that I know would be on, uh, Blanchard's list and you'll understand why I bring that up later. Yeah, no. But no, I guess we'll talk about that at the end. There were some almost there types, so. Yeah. All right, and we will do a little bit of honorable mentions once we know what our five are, um, just in case we want to make sure that people don't go nuts that we didn't mention a couple. But uh, why don't you start us off with your number five pick, GT? All right, well, I'll just get the disappointment out of the way, Kevin. And Uh-oh. my number five was uh, Amy Jo Johnson, who played Kimberly the Pink Power Ranger on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Holy, here we go again. Get off my bridge. I, I was a kid, and I thought she was cute, and... You know, she kicked ass, and, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, like, you can't say exactly why I like her, but, I mean, I've always had a crush on her, and, I mean, even after Power Rangers, you know, she did stuff like Felicity, which I wasn't, I kind of stayed very far away from that one, and then she came back in this, uh, it's actually a collaborative effort between CTV in Canada and CBS in the States, was this cop show called Flashpoint, that's set in Toronto, Canada, where she's basically the member of a retooled SWAT team that isn't all about, you know, shock and awe. They actually talk people down and negotiate, and I really like her in that show as well. So, yeah, it's just like Amy Jo Johnson. Two thumbs up. <laughs> well, I'm not going to – it has nothing to do with my despise for Power Rangers. Um, no matter how much I hate that series or that show, there's obviously a possibility that there is a girl that is cute on there. I just wouldn't be able to tell you if I think she's cute or not because I've definitely never seen a picture of her. Oh. So one thing we might do, though, and one thing you can look for on the post of, uh, of this episode, if you're watching or if you're listening to this through iTunes, you can go to geekcastradio.com and find the actual post because we will be putting pictures up of our top five. Mm-hmm. So you can see what they all look like in case you need a refresher, and we'll yes. try to find the best possible pictures of those individuals. Um, my number five pick is probably someone you're not going to remember. I don't remember if you remember this show or not. Um, and I didn't really think about her at first. It was kind of one that snuck in after the fact. She's from Salute Your Shorts. And uh, it was played by Megan Berwick, and the character was ZZ Ziff. Now, don't really remember that show. At she all. was a character. I didn't necessarily like her character, so to speak. I wasn't. I didn't have a crush on her on her personality. Um, but she, there was something about her mannerisms and her look that I liked. And she played a a kind of like a tree hugging, uh, you know, preteen camper mm-hmm. of the group. I mean, you had your athlete of the group, and you had your fashion stuck up girl, and she played more of the down-to-earth but slightly annoying tree-hugger type person. But she was just really cute. And if you see a picture of her nowadays, she is a hot woman. So uh, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do before and after pictures on the site as well so people can see what they look like then and what they look like now. But, uh, yeah, ZZ from Salute Your Shorts is my number five. So how about your – go ahead. I was going to say, that's cool. It's like, you know, I I kind of (laughs) – like She's a little remember. blonde girl. Yeah. I'm just kind of like... Ah, just on, it's like one of those that's on the tip of my tongue, and, you know, it, it's going to drive me nuts. So, no. Um, my number four is uh, Melissa Joan Hart from Clarissa Explains It All. I figured that you probably would have her on the list, and I'm not upset about that because she probably does need to be mentioned. I'll spoil it right now and say she's not on my list anywhere. But uh, you bastard. 
but I, she is worth mentioning. Well, for me, it was more of I, I wanted to be her friend. I wanted to hang out with her, and well, I never yeah. got the vibe that I actually wanted to like have like a, a relationship with her. Well, yeah, no, I had her on my friends list way back in the right. day on that episode, and I just the, the girls that I always had crushes on in real life were always the ones that you know they were fun to be with mm-hmm. and they were funny. You know, they could make me laugh and. Melissa Joan Hart, it's like she's, I never really thought of her too much as a hottie. Like, I thought it's like, yeah, she's starting to look good in Sabrina, like after Clarissa. Mm-hmm. And she did that Maxim photo shoot, and I was just like, crap. Clarissa grew up. Clarissa has grown up. Yeah, no, I just, I always thought, I always had like a kind of a crush on her, and yeah, it's just, uh, she's like the character, you know, she was funny, she was sassy, you know, had mm-hmm. spoke mind, and. She's one of those girls that would probably be fun to have a relationship with because she could also be your best friend or you could also see yourself, whatever, like playing video games with her or like, uh, you know, doing more guy stuff with her. But, uh. Yeah, not necessarily guy stuff, but you could just, you could hang out and have a good time. Right. And also she shared a superpower with, uh, Zach Morris in that, you know, she could break the fourth wall. Yes. She was she was one of those characters that probably would have been fun to have a relationship with, but for me, she was never one of those characters that just, like, screamed, like, look at me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I totally get why you have her on your list, and I actually considered her for my number five, um, but I just I went a different direction. Yeah. But I'm glad she's represented in, in one of our lists. My number four, hopefully people will remember this one because it's a character from Saved by the Bell. Um and it is Stacy Carosi, who is played by Leah Remini from King of Queens. Mm-hmm. And there was just something about her on that show. She was an attractive girl, but she also just had that that spunky, in-your-face attitude. Oh, yeah. And something about that connected with me, and she was just really kind of hot back then. She is still hot. Um, but... I don't know. There's just something about the way she talked, the way she acted. I, I could have seen myself falling for her if I was around her as a kid. Oh, I I can see that. I mean, she this way that the kind of that spice to her, mm-hmm. you know, that made her stick out. And there's no denying that she's an attractive <laughs> woman. It's just, you know, I like Stacy Carosi, and you know, I like Leia Remini. She's pretty much half the reason I watched King Queens while it was on TV. Right. It's just, I don't know. It's She would annoy me after a while, but I, think, I would I have think still so. probably had a crush on her until I got to go on a date with her, and then after the date, I would have been like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, you know, I, I, I can see that. I You know, it's just... Leah Remini, really? <laughs> you know, she's attractive, but... Not your style. Attractive? Yeah, it's not my speed. What's your number three? Well, uh, my number three is a tie. Okay. And one of them is outside the purview of the season of the telecast. Now, the first one of that is uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who was on Kids Incorporated. Yes, she is. <laughs> I just Sorry. love the way he says it. Yes, she is. <laughs> And the other is uh, Alyssa Milano, who's on Who's the Boss. Uh. And I think the main thing I liked about both of them is, like, they... Okay, Alyssa Milano, her character, Sam, played... She was pretty, like, you know, forward-thinking, kind of sassy, take-charge kind of girl. And I don't remember a lot of how 
Jennifer Love Hewitt was on Kids Incorporated, but the main thing with those two that I crush on and I love is they got those Joker smiles. Like they just <laughs> get this rictus grin, show a million miles at chiclet teeth smiles, yeah. and I'm just like, I love you. Alyssa Milano might make my list in a future season. Um, oh yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt is the hottest girl to ever walk the earth. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'll agree and disagree because you know there 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 are others. I had pictures of her. This proves that I had a crush on her because I had pictures of her in my locker at school, um, and I also had all the magazines that she was on the cover of. So she is by far my biggest teenage crush ever. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I don't have her on my list, though, because the reason I don't have her on my list is because I did not have a crush on her when she was on Kids Incorporated. Yeah, no, I mean, and I, I was like, you know, if you know anything about me, I'm a sucker for, like, song and dance stuff from yeah. the 80s. And that's oh, I love it. Of, that's why I love Kids Incorporated. And, yeah, but no, I just kind of hooked on her because she had that smile she had that real sweetness to her. And I like Alyssa Milano because, well, hottie. Yeah. And then years later, I saw Embrace of the Vampire, and I was just <laughs> like, oh, God. No, I'm definitely interested to see what my list will be like once we get to um, covering some other things in future seasons because there's some future season topics that will be ripe with choices for crushes, and we'll probably have to do a top ten at that point. Um for sure. But yeah, there's a, a couple people that I'll mention later from Kids Incorporated and the Mickey Mouse Club that uh, if it was talking about them in a future instance, I would have put them on my list, but I just didn't connect to them because I liked the song and dance and the music and the stuff and I liked watching that stuff, but I didn't necessarily connect to the people so much as I did with some of these other shows. Yeah. Um, my number three is another one, unfortunately, that you're probably not going to know because um, I pretty sure you, I recall you not saying that you had seen this the show and that's Hey Dude um, which by the way is coming out on, coming out or just came out on DVD um, oh. I'm sure Mike will correct me on that but uh, there was a character called Melody Hansen played by Christine Taylor and whether you've seen Hey Dude or not you've seen Christine Taylor um, oh yeah and just, I'm not like a huge Christine Taylor fan but on Hey Dude I really liked her um, she's just another hot blonde and she was on a dude ranch and that's kind of a, kind of a, I don't know, that seems kind of attractive to be on a, a dude ranch with a hot girl. You um, kind of thing for the blonde cowgirl. Yeah. Well, I usually, the thing is when I was growing up, I always was attracted to brunettes, but I have two blondes on my list here, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, Christine Taylor was just, she was just fun. She was a little a bit of an airhead, and that would have probably bugged me. But just from a, a general standpoint, she would have been fun to, to hang around with. And I did have, that's probably one of the main reasons why I watched Hey Dude when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. We're getting to the top of the top. Uh, you know, just like looking at Christine Taylor, it's like, you know, I like her, but you look at who she's married to now, and, oh, she loses some points. <laughs> just look up Christine Taylor, look who she's married to, folks, you'll understand where I'm coming from. So. <laughs> no, uh, my number two, again, is a kid show that isn't actually on this season, and uh, it is... And, I'd say it's more of the actress because, you know, like I said, the characters I may not have c- clicked with is more like the ca- actresses playing them. Mm-hmm. 
And my number two is Stacy Mistison, who played Caitlin Ryan on Degrassi Junior High through Degrassi High and the current series Degrassi Next Gen. Nice. I'm glad we had something. You found a show outside of the topic or outside of the season that's still on topic. I like it. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. And for those that don't know uh, what Degrassi is, just basically watch and listen to Kevin Smith because this dude is obsessed with it. Not that that's a bad thing because it's a great show, but Degrassi was a show that started in like the late 70s as the kids of Degrassi Street. And it was like a kid's like half-hour kids, you know, kind of drama that aired in Canada on CBC, and eventually it grew into Grassy Junior High, where a lot of characters that were in that series went on to Grassy High and then came back in Next Generation, mm-hmm. like years after the original series ended, and they had like a reunion. Oh, it was like the graduation slash reunion movie, and it's. She she was a character. She was like an environment. The character was like an environmentalist. She was on the newspaper, very forward thinking, something like that. Mm-hmm. And the character, or I mean, the actress is Stacy. Well, she's like a redhead, which already she's got a, a butt ton of points because redheads are like my kryptonite. Oh, okay. You know, it's literally you just. It's like, hey, JT, read it. Where? Where? <laughs> but no, it's just the character of Caitlin I liked a lot on the show, mainly because of how Stacy played her. And she was like, she cared about a lot. You know, she she's actually cared about stuff so much that she ended up getting arrested while, you know, graffiti or spraying graffiti on a nuclear power plant, which I thought was kind of badass because I would never have enough balls to do that. Mm-hmm. And... The character, you know, when they bring her back in Next Gen, you know, she went on, she followed her passions into becoming, like, a world-renowned news reporter. Hmm. And they kind of worked that into the show before they kind of phased out some of the older characters on Next Gen and continued on with the kids. And in doing research for my list here, I found out that uh, Mistison is also a DJ. Interesting. Like, she does a monthly gig at a club called Disgraceland in Toronto, Ontario, as DJ Mistylicious, and I keep <laughs> thinking to myself, yes, you are. <laughs> That's in a my, great name. In my best Barry White. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's, you know, it's really hard, because I don't know about you, it's, it's kind of hard for me to put into words why I like certain, you know, it's just like, yeah. I just do. I just do. Yeah. My number two, most, I don't know, people might be surprised that I'm going to this show because we really ripped it a new one when we talked about it. But, uh, this girl just, man, uh, Saved by the Bell, the new class. I don't know if I ever say this person's name right as far as the actress, but Natalie Sigliuti, who played Lindsay Warner, she was a brunette and she was just 100% girl next door. Just the cutest thing that could be, and the only reason anyone should ever watch Saved by the Bell in a new class. Um, she was just a little hottie. Like, that is as, you know, I know they were trying to redo all the people from Saved by the Bell, kind of do those same personalities, and this is like the one character that they brought in that I was like, I don't mind this one at all. <laughs> like, I don't know if most people will recognize her. They might have to go to geekcastradio.com to actually see a picture of her, and then it should ring bells for for them. But Lindsay Warner was a hottie. 
and I would have liked to go to school with her. Oh yeah, no, I. <laughs> now that I see a picture of Rick Thunder on the IMDb here, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. It might be Natalia Sigliuti. Uh, I don't know how you say yeah. your name, but she's hot. Oh no, no, it's uh, <laughs> no argument here. No, seriously, argument. that show, that show, Blue Chunks, and but she was cute. And like I said, she just had this playful, innocent girl next door, but hot. And that's so she's got that smile. And yes, you know, and for me, you know, as uh, uncultured as I can be, uh, (laughs) she's got one of those, she's got one of those smiles. It's, it's almost innocent. Mm-hmm. With just a little bit of mischief, a little bit of I want to explore. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, prove it. <laughs> you know, make me. And well, you know, the less said about that line of thought, the better. <laughs> exactly. So now, folks, we're coming down to the number one pick. Yes. Are we going to have the same number one pick? My number one is, can anyone guess, (laughs) is Tiffany Thiessen from Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski. I second that emotion. Anybody that was a kid in our generation that this girl would not be number one on your list needs to have their head checked. Head checked? Man, they need to shot upside the head. Because Kelly Kapowski was the epitome of the girl every single teenage boy or preteen boy wanted to date. Like, this is what made many boys all of a sudden realize that girls were good. <laughs> that, like cooties. That girls no longer had cooties. Yeah. That they could put down the basketball or whatever and be like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm yeah, feeling cause... things I've never felt before. <laughs> You know, to, to borrow a line from Joey from Friends, you know, she was the first girl that made me go, how you doing? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, well, not Julie Lawrence. I know. <laughs> you said I mean, Joey, yeah. I had to go with whoa. Well, yeah. No, I mean, again, she's she is a very whoa girl. But, no, it's just she has that smile. She has that personality. She wasn't as political as Jesse. She wasn't <laughs> as sn- stuck up or... Right. vapid as Lisa you know she didn't have all the other girls on that show had a quality about them that would turn you away from them you know whether it was Jesse a little bit too smarty pants whether it was uh, Lisa a little too vain whether it was uh, Stacy Crosey who was a little bit too in your face maybe at times um, Tori who was a little bit too manly at times um, I kind of like Tori I did I, I, Tori almost made my list but, but Kelly had none of those no. There was nothing to dislike about Kelly. Now, I know this will get maybe some debate, and I know the jury's out. I know Mike doesn't feel this way. But when I say Kelly Kapowski, I am only talking about... She would only be number one on my list from her Save by the Bell years. Now, she might still be on my list for her other years, as far as like when she was on uh, future shows, like uh, 90210 or Melrose Place or whatever she was on after that, 90210. Yeah. Like, she might be on my list from there, but she wouldn't be number one because I didn't necessarily like all the changes that took place with her. But yeah. as far as her actual Save by the Bell years in those age, you know, whatever, however old she was then, it, it, she is number one without a doubt. 
Oh, yeah, no. I mean, and you look at some of her Tiffany Thiessen's later roles, like uh, Will, Billy Chambers on Fastlane, which is, you know, one of three shows that Fox axed way too soon all in the same year, you know. But, no, it's like she she's had a lot of great roles, like Valerie on 90210. She was half the reason I started watching the show again. Yeah. Because I watched it in the first couple of years, and I kind of fell off. And then, hey, Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bill is on 90210. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> See, I just liked her kid-next-door long brown hair look a little bit better than the short hair, punky. Yeah. She, she had, like, her look on Belle, she had this... When I say plain, I don't mean that in a dry. She just had this, you know, it's she's the total package, you know. Yeah. Heck yeah. And, and, and Save by the Bell was also very good at putting her in in outfits that were really attractive. Yes. <laughs> as far as, like, bikini-type things or cheerleading-type outfits or, or something that would, like, show off her body. And it was like, yes! <laughs> she, she comes in wearing, like, you know, booty shorts and the jean jacket with uh, some kind of... <laughs> not quite halter top type of deal and you know let, let's just say it she could make mud look good <laughs> and, well and that's another reason why I think people like Zach so much because or why Zach was viewed as so cool because he actually got Kelly which is what everybody wanted so everybody thinks Zach's cool because of that if if, if it was not for Kelly Zach would not have been seen as cool as he was uh, I maybe maybe not. <laughs> I think with me Zach is he He's he's the type of guy that you, you want to hang out with because he's cool, but also because he's got the hot ass girlfriend, and you yeah. kind of want to be there in case it all goes south. <laughs> you can catch her on the rebound, right? But if but if he if he's not dating Kelly, he's not nearly as cool in people's eyes. Uh, yeah. I don't think. I mean, he might have a superpower, but <laughs> it's just it's not worth it. You know, Superman is nothing without Lois Lane. So if, if anybody out there thinks that there's someone that was better than Kelly Kapowski, you had a crush on someone more than you had on Kelly Kapowski, post on, on our website because I, I, I got to question your mental stability. Yeah, I'd um, like to see the argument for somebody else. <laughs> she is by far number one. But before we, we end, I, I do want to go back and see if we've missed any that we should mention or that we want to throw out there. Um, I will start off. There was, you know, I could see maybe if someone putting the couple girls from the college years on there. Um, I can't remember the two names, but the other two girls that appeared on the college years, one that Zach was interested in for a little bit, and Leslie, and then the other one that uh, Slater was interested in. I could see somebody throwing those on a list. For me, that was more of past that time. Yeah, no, the, I, the character uh, that... The Leslie I like because, you know, she was intelligent mm-hmm. and, you know, she was thoughtful and she was kind of the antithesis of Zach, you know. Uh, the one, what's it, Alex? Uh, yes, the, Alex. The girl that dated Slater. She was cute and all, but that voice. <laughs> oh, that voice would have made my ears bleed. No, I'm with you there. You know, and... Because, and, and not to say I didn't like the actress or the character that much, it's just the fact that, well, when she got blown up real good in Independence Day, I kind of get a little huzzah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that you didn't have another person on your list, and that was uh, the girl from California Dreams. Uh, Kelly Packard, it's, I really do <laughs> like her, but she was, you know, because like I said, I basically came up with a 10 list originally, and... 
as much as I liked Kelly, I liked Kimberly more. So, yeah. You know. Now, one one woman I should mention that was on my list, and this is just because okay, it, I don't know what I was like as a kid. I can barely remember, but the first Ghostbusters Sigourney Weaver. I've always had <laughs> weird thing for Sigourney Weaver, and I think any guy that grew up in the '80s and saw Ghostbusters at the age of five knows exactly what I'm going to talk about. Is when Venkman goes to pick up Dana for the date after she's been possessed by the Zool. Yeah. She opens that door and she's all done up with that dress, and <laughs> it's like one of those. I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but it's not a bad thing. Right. That brings me up since you brought, since you said woman, it brings me up the one that I think Mike would probably have on his top five, which would definitely make me question things about Mike. Uh, he would probably put Miss Bliss on here. I can see it. I mean, she's a, <laughs> she was an attractive woman. I wouldn't necessarily have a crush on her, but I'm just trying to throw Mike under the bus so he can be mad at me. Um, <laughs> Mike deserves to get thrown under the face. <laughs> Not necessarily for Miss Bliss. <laughs> there was a few other girls on California Dreams and Saved by the Bell, the new class. I could see people throw in. There was another girl from Hey Dude. Um, so I could see people throwing in a few other girls here and there. Um, other than I, that, I can't think of any other shows that would have even had potential. I do want to mention, before I give you another chance to talk, uh, the rest of the Kids Incorporated and Mickey Mouse Club. Obviously, you had Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears, among other people, on um, the Mickey Mouse Club. You had Jennifer Love Hewitt. You had Fergie and uh, a couple other people on Kids Incorporated. All of these people later on would be on my list in their later roles, probably. But I just didn't necessarily notice them as much when they were on these shows. So I, that's why I didn't put any of them on my list. Yeah. No, I mean, oddly enough, you know, I did kind of crush a little bit on... Sam from say from uh, California Dreams, obviously. Oh uh, yeah. Big crushing her a little bit. Uh, Diana Uribe or like the <laughs> uh, Lorena, you know she was hot, but mm-hmm. it just never really clicked for me. Like I liked them, but not the way I like you know Kelly Packard or Tiffany Thiessen. And again, this is just maybe I just watch these movies way too young, but I've always had a weird thing. You know, Sigourney Weaver had a weird thing for Adrian Barbeau growing hmm. up, and I think that's just because that one scene from the Swamp Thing movie where you know she's wearing like the white nighty and she comes out of the swamp, and you know your mind starts making bad thoughts. And the other one, and this is honestly, I and I like her. I think it was like crushing on her because of the acting and the character was uh, Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Yeah. And kind of the re I mean, come on, it's like <laughs> I, I loved her in the first movie and then she went from being like this kind of sweet chick to being like this complete badass in Terminator two as like, you know what? It's all good, baby. Well, and I should mention that this topic will be used again in a future supplemental episode um, for future seasons. We we will be covering other topics in telecast in future seasons. I don't want to let everything out of out of the bag, but um, let's say, for example, hypothetically, if we were to cover uh, '80s or '90s sitcoms at some point, you might see the reemergence of girls you had a crush on. So, don't think that we're not going to revisit this with other shows later on. So, we might have missed some that you had a crush on. But remember, this was just for basically kids' shows of the 80s and 90s. So just hang tight, and you might see some more girl talk 
down the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's always good to talk about girls. Um, anything else, JT? Anybody else that you want to mention that we didn't talk about? No, because, I mean, at this point, I think... No more Power Rangers? Don't worry, Kevin. There will always be Power Rangers. <laughs> But not today. Okay, that's good. My day can continue happily then. All right, that does it for our, uh, what is this, like our fifth episode, fifth supplemental episode. I'd like to thank JT for being with me today. And, of course, thank everybody else for tuning in and listening to hear us on the telecast. Um, If you want to leave us feedback for the show, listen to one of our regular episodes, and I'll give you all the instructions on there. But I will say go to geekcastradio.com, click on telecast, Find the post, comment on it, tell us who we missed, did we miss one of your favorite crushes, um, if you have arguments for us, we want to get your feedback, we will reply, we always check that and reply to people's comments, so go there, do that now. Um, <laughs> for now, we hope we succeeded in entertaining you, informing you, and most importantly, unleashing the geek in you on this special episode of the Telecast. And we hope that you will tune in for our next episode when we start up our second-to-last tier set of themed episodes for this first season of the telecast with You Can't Do That on Television. For now, but you can do that on podcast. For now, I'm your host, Optimus Solo, with... JT from Saskatoon. And we will see you in ten days for another episode of the telecast. Yay!